Here we go. Starting a stream. For real, dude? It was starting the stream, and then everybody was supposed to be quiet for five seconds, and you're sitting there chomping on chips. <laughs> what in the world? It's wrong with you. Well, so anyway, starting the stream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night. <laughs> Well, we're on Twitch anyway. Uh, <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to the Goblin Beat, the Goblin's Gaming Podcast. Tonight, we are continuing our Impossible Landscapes campaign. Um, if you haven't checked out the previous couple of episodes, I suggest you go back and do that. This is uh, using a, the Delta Green uh, setting rulebook scenario, uh, which is a Cthulhu uh you know based lovecraftian um kind of thing so definitely go back and check it out um uh, there was an episode where we were creating our characters so yep, kind of walking as of right now while we're recording this that podcast is already up so even if yeah. the video's not there you can see the podcast so it takes you through the mechanics and everything uh it's a pretty simple d100 system um so Suggest that if you like playing kind of noir horror kind of stuff, that you that you definitely check this one. Check this one out. Um, all right, I'm Matt. I am going to be playing Agent Billy. Well, he's got really an, oh, he's an agent. Yeah, Agent Billy Holden of the foreign. He's a foreign service officer for the Foreign Agriculture Service. Uh, currently working with this squad of misfits. Including one Joseph Krieger, yes, he is. Who, um, as we talked about last time, is definitely not a clone of Adolf Hitler. No, no, not this one at least. Yeah, and uh, but he is. Uh, well, tell us, tell us what he is, Brennan. Uh, Joe Krieger is a uh, NSA analyst who somehow. Um, in some manner roped into this for reasons he cannot remember why or how he object how he uh obligate himself to it but he is uh kind of stuck in it and still trying to figure it out as he goes he's good with computers in the mid 90s which yeah we established last time computers weren't as dinosaurish as we all kind of were thinking maybe they were hey as long as you have a nope. phone line you can get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Just laptops. But, yeah, laptops basically looked like laptops by this point. I mean, they were pretty clunky, but uh, they weren't the suitcase kind that you had to carry around in the 80s. So. No, no. It looked like an Alienware, like, massive gaming laptop that we have now. But back then, it was just your laptop. Right. And didn't do as much as your smartphone does now. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, then we also got uh, John joining us. He's playing... Uh, Moses Baumgartner, who likes to play, I've learned so far, likes to play handball, uh, and uh, really yeah. loves his bubby. Baumgartners generally like playing handball. Typically, yeah. Bubby Baumgartner, it's fun to say. 
I'm sorry, Gardner. I bet misunderstood. Gardner with a T. I'm currently uh, under the assumed identity of of Dr. Carol Lewis, though. Oh yes, that is that is true. Um, yeah, that's right. I'm I'm going by Dr. Timothy Caulfield. I forgot about that. And then uh, Brandon is going by Agent Joe. Yes. <laughs> and then because just kind of is romantic. And then of course Ben, when he gets here, is playing Kurt Johnson, who's a um, justified style. Uh, doesn't like to take showers, so maybe not quite as suave. Uh, U.S. Marshal uh, Kurt Johnson, who's currently going by the alias of Agent Slash. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and nobody's gonna look twice at that. No. Those credentials, no. right? Um. So anyway, uh, where we left off, we have been investigating, categorizing, uh, the contents of this apartment um, that we're in, um, and. We have been. I thought I wrote all this down somewhere. I was typing all this in somewhere. Yeah, I saw you have oh, it. There it is. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 motivations and mental disorders. Yes, that's exactly where you put it. <laughs> it was the only place I found where I could just type a whole bunch of whatever I wanted. Uh, there is um, a section towards the bottom uh, for for notes and stuff. Uh, oh yeah, personal details and notes. Yeah. Yeah, this is a little yeah. bit more central to the character sheet on on roll twenty. That's true. Um, so, uh, yeah, before we get too far into it, I was going to suggest that uh, this whole campaign is fairly in-depth, and there's a lot of things that you know could possibly connect to each other as you go throughout it. So you might want to consider putting your notes somewhere where you can see them a lot easier. I know John uses Trello boards. That might be a good idea. Or you know, just a bunch of sticky notes all over all over your wall and your room that you play in so you look really right. crazy and can get into the character more. It'd be nice if you could have a separate breakout window in Roll Twenty just for notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you could just have a separate breakout window with Trello running on it. That's that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. Could do that. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll consider it. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. So um, I'm just going to recap kind of what you guys know so far and what's happened so far. Uh, you all met Agent Marcus at the uh, at the park. Uh, Ben's character, Agent Slash, saw a really weird uh, clown dancing to some music on an old phonograph machine. Uh, when he, he made sure he didn't tell that to anybody. Uh, Marcus told you about that you guys were all on Operation Alice. The primary objective of which is to make sure that there's uh, no... Uh, taint of the unnatural in the McAllister building on East 32nd Street in the Kipps Bay neighborhood of Manhattan. I'm sorry, are we talking about unnatural taints? <laughs> yes, that's right. One uh, uh, Abigail Laura Wright, a 26-year-old Caucasian woman, has been missing. Uh, she was reported missing on the 4th of June, 1995, by her father, who was a police officer in Nassau County. Um, other than having reported a mugging in the building herself one year ago, uh, there was really nothing on the police file about her. Um, uh, John's character knew that she had so had heard of her 
knew she had sold some paintings over the last year. And from what he could find out, she had taken half a year off to paint. Um, last time, or the day that they believe she disappeared was the 1st of June. Uh, when her apartment was investigated, it, they found out that she had attached a bunch of random crap to her walls. Which you guys have begun to kind of look through. Um, let's see. What all did you see so far? Oh, you did. Uh, Agent. Let's see here. Oh, or Agent Joe, I guess. Uh, used his internet skills to find out some information about the building itself. It was built originally as the London London House in 1921 by some guy who was apparently a you know being a murderer or something. Uh, that's about all you got out of that. The building is owned by a company called Art Life, which uh, provides cheap housing to artists, you know, to help them help them get by and get started. You met agent, uh, or detective rather, uh, Garanda. I think I'm saying his name right. Yep. I think Garanda. Yeah. He just came by to tell you he was happy that someone else was taking over this case because he had no freaking idea what was going on. It's always. Uh, yeah. He found a couple of weird things in the apartment so far. He found a sheet of music. John's character found that, and he found some diagrams of some really weird-looking mechanical things. I think that was pretty much it. Um, you guys know that there are four other residents in the building. The other uh, six apartments or so are empty. So I think that's pretty and much... And I, I have a point of helplessness just because I wanted to go get lunch. Well... Well, you freaked out a little bit in the building and then decided to go get a launch. Um, yeah. So that's where we are. Hey, hey, there's Ben. All right, Ben, we were just uh, recapping what happened last time. Sorry about that, guys. Well, that's what happens when Bad you like Bad timing girls. on my end. Yep. Girl, well, do that. I, I, for, Brandon, I, what is I, on your head? My tattoo. It's a Cthulhu tattoo. Is it temporary or like... Full on. No, everything is temporary in life, Ben. It's meant like, did he, did he use hot water and apply it? No, it's a real thing. Hot water and pliers? Hot water and apply it. (laughs) Hot water and pliers. That's how you get any tattoo to work. That's right. That's how you do it. I bet you can figure out a way to do that. All right. So, yeah. Um, uh, Agent, I'm trying to remember y'all's uh, fake pretend character names. Uh, <laughs> uh, you should you should have your Evernote open like I do now with all my notes in it. All right, no, I've got it open. It's just on a separate window. I need to collapse them. Doctor <laughs> Tim uh, <laughs> is uh, you're going to get some lunch, right? Is that the plan? Was it? Yeah, I'm going down to the bodega. What do you guys want? Bojangles. No, bodega. That's what they call oh. them in New York because they don't have gas stations. Well, there's a Manny's Delicatessen on the street. You guys saw it when you pulled up. You oh, that's right. I'm going to go there. Fancy words. Everybody wants a Reuben? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I know. I know you do. Well, Ruben does sound awesome. You mean Doctor Lewis? Joe's yeah, sorry, Doctor Lewis. Joe always Ruben. Joe. John always wants to be called Doctor Something. Yeah. <laughs> or do you want chipped beef on rye? You know, with some some nice, you know, uh, I don't know, gravy on top. Gravy. He refuses to respond to you. Hey, chipped beef on toast with gravy on top is pretty dang good. Who, me? Yeah, you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought you had moved on. I thought we established I wanted the Reuben. Oh, yeah, okay. You want the Reuben? All right. I would also like the Reuben. I'm getting... All right, so two Reubens. What, uh, what do you want there, Agent Joe? Something greasy with two pickles. Something greasy with two pickles. That's what she said. I don't think that's what you're to say. I don't think that's what you get at the, at the delicatessen. I think it's what you get at the the sketchy building next to the delicatessen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, other places, other places on the street that you guys noticed is destroy your video uh, video store. You can rent, you know, VHS tapes and uh, Garrett Laundrette. It's laundromat. So uh, is everybody else going to stay there and keep looking at stuff while uh, Dr. Tim goes to get lunch? Yeah. 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 I'm going to keep scouring the uh, interwebs as much as I can. Uh, Well, you've exhausted the entire internet at this point. It's 1995. You looked at all the pages. Yeah. (laughs) All five of them. You're in 95. Yeah. Not as good as you think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you looked at all the internet pages. The time period we're gonna play before I chose this. <laughs> That's all right. It it moves forward in time as it goes. Alright. Or does Assuming it? Assuming we survive. <laughs> well, the story goes forward whether or not you're in it. Yeah. That's true. Well, all right, Matt, make me a luck check. And uh, Delta Green on luck check is just roll a D100. And uh, 1 to 50 is success. So they say. What do, you, what do you just roll a D100 on this sheet? I don't know if you can do that. You can use the die roller. Oh, okay. All right. Let me get to move my page around here. Hold on. All right. Got it. Did it roll? Uh, did it? I don't know. I can't see it. I don't have the screen up. Uh, yeah, I rolled an eleven. Oh, that's bad. Double digits are bad. That's a critical success. Oh yeah, that's really good then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um... that's right. Low rolls are good. Let's see. All right. So as you walk out uh, or walk in, uh, Abigail's apartment is the first one in the building. Like when you come in, it's the first one on the left. There's nothing on the right, just the mailboxes. So as you're walking out, there's detritus, uh, mailers, flyers, stuff on the ground. You guys noticed that before. But a there's a guy walking into the building. Well, excuse me. Walking around in the in the hallway area as you're walking out of the out of the apartment. Hi, can I help you? He says, 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see you there. Uh, excuse me. Do you live here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a young guy. Um, youngish, anyway. By your eyes, you'd say mid-twenties. Hispanic uh, male. He says, I'm Thomas. I live uh, just down the hall. Okay. Good. Hey, uh, nice to meet you, Thomas. I'm uh, Dr. Tim Caulfield. Oh, uh, hi. Are you uh, are you here looking into the whole Abigail thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, Tomorrow. we're here with the FBI. Oh, man. Yeah, I hope you guys find something. I uh, really liked Laura. She was nice. When's the last time you saw her? I'm sure you probably already talked to the police, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. The last time I saw her, uh, last time I saw Laura was um, let's see. Um, it was like a week or two before before they showed up and were asking about her. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, she kind of kept to herself for the most part, you know. We we had uh, parties in the building sometimes, but not not too often or anything. So, yeah. Did you ever get to go in her apartment? Uh, no. Um, I, th- I think I saw in there a few times, but I never had a reason to be in there necessarily. They said there was a lot of weird stuff in there when the police came, though. Yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. That's what we're here to do, cataloging everything. So are you doing hanging out here, having a cigarette? or? Yeah, yeah, just stretching my legs a little bit, you know. What uh, what kind of art do you do? Oh, uh, I do uh, painting. I'm a painter. Cool, cool. I know most of the places in this building are empty. Which uh, which apartment are you in? Oh, I'm in two B. It's uh, down the hall on the right. Oh, okay. The, uh, the one on the left is uh, Rogers, and the one on the left. So all three of these apartments down here on the first floor are taken up. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm uh, heading down to the uh, the delicatessen down in the corner. Anything that you know that's especially good there? I should check out. Uh, no, I, all of it's pretty good. I don't really go there anymore. Normally, I just eat in my apartment. That's probably what I'll do. Oh, okay. You want me to grab you something? Oh, no, I'm good. Thank you, man. Weird collection of dolls. All right, man. <laughs> well, uh, we're just here to catalog stuff. You know, we're just kind of the, the B crew here, but uh, obviously, if you think of anything, just, uh, you know, let us know. Okay, yeah. Uh, if you need anything from me, just just uh, come and knock. Like I said, it's 2B down the hall. Gotcha. All right, thanks, man. Definitely knock before you walk in. He walks up. I'm going to give you... Uh, I, I did do a thing here on Roll20 for you guys. Um, all of these handouts, as I'm making them available to you and the NPCs, I'm uh, making it so you can edit them, so you guys can put notes directly on the handouts about them. Oh, cool. Gotcha. Uh, so there's a to- picture of Thomas. Thomas Medwell. Yeah. All right. Thing looks sketchy. So he's another painter. What's that on his head? Some kind of fancy artist hat. It's a toque. Yeah. 
Your painter Should friend it? will know. Okay. It looks weird. I think he's got like a. I don't know. Anyway. Excuse me. All right. Well, uh, you can make me a humant check while you're talking to him to see if he seems sketchy to you or not, if you want. Or what is your humant? Uh, let's see. Uh, 50%. Okay, yeah, with 50%. Um, he looks uh, uh, fairly, you know, fairly relaxed, uh, easygoing kind of kid. Okay. You'd call him a kid. He's in his 20s. Right, right, right. All right, good deal. I guess I'll head down to to the deli. What's and, your search uh, as you're uh, walking down the hallway? Um, hold on. Uh, my search is a twenty. Okay. All right. Yes, yeah, so you make it to the delicatessen. Uh, do you want to talk to them at all in there, or do you just want to get some sandwiches and get back? Um, I mean, I guess I'll just get my sandwiches and get back. I don't see any point. Of talking to the folks of the deli. Okay, all right. Yeah. So you're able to do that. What are the other three of you doing while he's there? You're just kind of sitting around in that creepy room filled with stuff glued to the walls, or no? So um, she was a painter, so I, I want to look around and see if I can find um, any anything she was working on. Yeah, you don't notice any art as in paint. Ben, we can just see the t- the very top of your head on your camera, which is fine if that's all he wants to see. We can't see Matt at all. I think he turned his camera off while he's moving around or something. All right, so... Um, I did yeah. just sneeze, too. So, um, there is stuff everywhere, all over the walls. Um, none of it you would strictly consider art, I don't think. Um, unless you considered this whole thing she's created to be art. Like, I don't even see, like, her art supplies. Like, easel, paints, canvases. Yeah, nothing. Nothing like that. In here, it's... The apartment itself, like, even... Like, you could tell there was a carpet or a rug down here before. Like, you can tell it's been ripped up. And, like, some old faded linoleum is all that's on the floor now. Uh, which... Which you imagine probably wasn't the case when she moved in. Uh, there's no furniture anywhere. There's a bathroom, of course, and a little kitchenette area. And from what I know about her, she was strictly a painter. She did. She wasn't like mixed media artist or anything like that. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Well, we found sheet music. Did we find any kind of instruments in there? No, um, you found like a, a CD Walkman. I think we talked about that last time, and an old radio and tape player. Oh, yeah. Those, those were items that had been ripped off of the wall, actually. So, computer or anything? No computer. Uh, I know Joe is going to see if he can try to um, cross-reference any type of uh, image he can find on the internet uh, that connects with what he's seeing on the walls. It's a long shot, but he's on try at least. Yeah, so uh, you guys can all make me a search roll to try and find something to to look at that way while you're waiting on Matt to get back. 
It's asking for a modifier. I guess none. Yeah, it shouldn't be any. Hey, I made mine. I failed. I need to give one too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I failed that last time. Yeah, so you just check it. Yeah, you can't get more than one check on it. Okay. You fell again. I'm good at this. Really good at searching. You actually are good at searching, but this is just weird to you. This whole thing is strange. You do find something, though. Um, Bogus, that uh, that you're surprised it didn't stick out to you to begin with, to be honest. Agent Joe. I'm going to call you by your name. I'm going to stick y'all's character name things over here on the screen so I can look it up easier. There we go. All right. Do that. Okay. You find a backpack-sized camo green radio walkie-talkie. That's what you find. It's uh, fairly large. You're surprised you didn't notice it sooner, but there is a lot of crap on the walls. Like, a lot. (laughs) So maybe that's all there is to it. Um, Joe's going to let the other guys know and be like, should I turn it on? Yeah, you gonna turn it on? Yeah, I would. All right, Joe turns it on. Not trying to say anything, but sees what frequency it's set for. All right, yeah, you turn it on. <clears throat> Do you have uh, happen to have military science? Any of you? No, sure, sure my guy doesn't. I have science physics. Well, military science is like it should be under the M's, I believe. Yeah. Anyway. I got zero percent. I also have zero percent. Stanley, I also have zero percent, but I'm not there. All right. I knew a few of you had uh, been in the military, so I didn't know. All right. If you have, you have, do you have uh, like microelectronics or something, though, right, uh, Joe? Yeah, I do. All right. All right. Well, you're able to turn it on just fine. Uh, if, if there's a burst of static, I said you turn it on, so it does have power somehow. And uh, there's static, and after about uh, five seconds of, of sitting there looking at it, trying to decide if you should turn the dial or not, you hear a, a voice break through over it. It goes, Seer. And that's all you get. Seer? Seer, yeah. Like Sears? Like uh, S E E R, S E E R E, S E A R, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, just in case here's it, I kind of say like, "Does that mean anything to anybody?" I can think of. Okay, so nobody has military science. Anybody have history? I mean, I'm not there, right? I, got I have history at ten percent. Uh, I have back. history at sixty percent. I did not okay. make. Okay. All right, you get back, uh, and you see that they've found this giant backpack-sized walkie-talkie thing in, in camo green on the wall, and they got it turned on as you walk in with the sandwiches. The hell is that thing? Yeah, somehow we missed it with the paintings yeah. on the wall. With a history of 60, I still failed. Oh, I wasn't even asking you to roll with a history of 60. 
Oh. Uh, you can you can make a history roll with plus well, what did you get? I rolled a ninety. A ninety. I was so plus thirty percent. All right. Well, so uh, with history of sixty without a roll, you know that this looks like a uh, Allied Forces World War Two era uh, walkie-talkie backpack kind of deal. Vargas, um, well, with your microelectronics, you're able to look around and you do find a serial number. Okay. So you, know, so you know that you could look up in the National Archives and see, you know, who it was issued to and what year, all that kind of thing. I will do that. I just have to visit the National Archives. That's all. Well, the real person to me is trying to find a USB charger for my phone. <laughs> so, um... I'll be right back. Micro USB or USB-C? USB-C. Ah. Uh, meanwhile, the... Uh... going to ask our electronics guy uh, who would still be using these kind of radios, or can it just pick up any radio signals? You hear... <laughs> Dallin. Exeter. Hey. Um, all right. SDE, maybe? Thank you. Yeah, and it just um, kind of continues to happily buzz in the background as you guys are. So those started with a D and an E. Mm-hmm. So what was... Um, the first you, one was an up? S. Uh, what, what was that? Seer? Seer. S E E R. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. No. All I hear is a cat purring at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Well, you guys want to take a break and eat your sandwiches and listen to the radio? I guess. Um, I mean, is there anything I could use to figure out what? Seer, Dallin, Exeter. Um, like uh, you said, we don't have the military thing, so... Nobody has military science. Anybody have SIGINT? Uh, Doubt it. Nope. I don't. Nope. Damn. Danny, you didn't say these would be required skills for this. <laughs> Nothing is required. What are you talking Venture. about? Does Bogus have SIGINT? Let's see. Bogus has it at 40%. Well, okay. roll away for him. Uh, he's, he has disappeared. Come on, man. Uh, well, I was going to give him a second to come back to hear what he what he knows. There's just a little Cthulhu model sitting sitting in his place. Come on, Bogus. What's wrong with you? All right. Well, you guys eat your sandwiches. You're going to tell them about Thomas. Yeah, I'll just tell them that I saw him outside the room, but... Um... I mean, he seemed okay. I I didn't get any sketchy vibes off of him or anything. Since he's a painter, he's uh, is he um, famous enough for me to have heard of him before? Thomas Manuel, you uh, give me a give me an art roll plus twenty. I mean, he's living in this building, so I mean. Well, I have art. I mean, just. I've got art sculpture and art paintings. Art painting, yeah. Paintings. Okay. Well, if you're giving me plus 20 on it, I'm at 100. Okay. Yeah, just don't roll 100 then. Okay. John wanted to make sure he had art locked down with this character. Hey, you need to make a SIGANT roll. 
I mean, that's kind of what I do. I restore paintings. Right, yeah, but that doesn't mean you're going to know every little half-wit. You know, whatever in New York. No one said he was stupid. (laughs) I just couldn't think of anything else to say, okay? All right, well, what was your role, John? Oh, 29. I thought you could see it. No. Uh, all right, yeah, 29, you have heard of him. Um, he is an accomplished painter, and he's wow. uh, received considerable praise, especially for someone his age, and his, you know, only in his mid-20s. What is he still doing here? Um, yeah. Fashion in a free flat? <laughs> well, it's it's next to free. It's not quite free. They do charge. <clears throat> Uh, huh. But yeah, he has a, a pretty good reputation in the art scene and is considered fairly talented. All right, Bogus, did you roll your uh, SIGINT? Or, well, it's a 40%, right? SIGINT? I have not. I just yeah. So I guess when he tells me that he lives there and I've heard of him, I'm mm-hmm. pretty impressed. Would like to eventually meet him. Yeah, you keep your you keep your ear to the ground, so to speak, with uh, with artists in the area. Okay, so yeah, Bogus. Said, I was going to tell him that since he seems excited about that guy, he said, Yeah, um, the other guy who lives down the hall, his name was Roger. I guess I didn't catch his last his last name, though. So that probably, that probably doesn't help you. Not. That does not ring. Well, you know, you all probably know several Rogers. It could be. We could go ask him later who, who Roger is. He told me which apartment he's in. Yeah, he's just across the hall from him. So. Yeah. Ebert? Um, I don't think that was it. Roger, Roger Moore. All right. No, Callback. I'm pretty sure that wasn't it either. No. All right, no. Bogus, with your with your SIGINT at forty percent. Um, you Did know that this bonus. Uh, well, you don't even need to make a roll. Uh, oh. You know this is an Everybody's SCR just rolling preemptively. Yeah. You know, this is an SCR-300 walkie-talkie, and it was used by the Allied forces in World War II. That's right. How did... Um, Considering how old it is, this thing is in, like, like new condition. This would be a collector's item. Um, It might be illegal for for a civilian to own it, but if it's not, this thing's probably worth a good bit. Good thing I'm not a civilian. (laughs) Right. Uh, at that point, you hear India, Daemonian. Come off SD, the radio. I'm going to start being uh, thrown across the uh, the radio to see if I can pick up anything on the database. All right. <clears throat> um. So I ask him um, about the radio since he seems to know what it is. Um, who would still be using this kind of radio, or does it just pick up any kind of radio signals? Uh, so you know, Bogus, Agent Joe, you know that this thing uh, is basically it was was military signals back in the day. You know, so uh, for the most part, regular radios didn't do this, but in the modern age of 1995, almost anybody can go to Radio Shack and buy buy a radio that can have the same frequencies. Mm-hmm. 
now that we have modern things like Radio Shack. There's nothing special about it. Well, that I've that it's in good condition. Danny, I'm going to inspect the radio a bit further to see if there's mm-hmm. anything anything augmented. Um, so the one weird thing is the, uh, it is attached to the wall with some sort of amber resin when you look at it closely. That's amber weird. Resin. Yeah. Uh, the we control panel, it's got, it's got like a telephone, uh, thing on it where you can like hold it to your, to your ear and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like. It would be hard to get it off of the wall without damaging it. All right. Um, I'm going to bring people's attention to this and be like, does anyone know what this stuff is? We Gorilla Glue hasn't been made yet, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I guess um, we can all take a look at it. Option. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I guess I'll just look at it and see if it looks like it might be some kind of art supply or varnish or something like that, that a painter would have access to. Oh yeah. What are, what are your art skills again? You got, uh, art paintings and art sculpture. Yeah. You're not, you're not sure what it could be. Uh, anybody have chemistry? Maybe. I severely doubt it, but I will check. No, I got botany. That's all I got. Nope. I, mean, I guess I could look at it to see if it looks like plant resin. Uh, yeah, you think I it can might persuade be, it, but you're not sure why somebody would have have or get where they would get that much plant resin. Or I can punch it. I mean, that's what I tell them. Say, guys, this looks like plant resin, which is really weird because I'm not sure how someone would possibly procure this much plant resin and keep it liquid enough to then apply to the wall and then attach something this large to it. It's a mystery. It's definitely not something that seems practical. (laughs) I guess is what I'm looking for. Alright, so so is everything that is plastered to the walls, is it all connected with this resin, or...? Not all of it. No, some of it you can tell it's just been glued, you know, with Elmer's or or whatever else, or varnish sometimes. Um, okay. Is there anything else attached with resin? A few things, yeah. Uh, there's like a wheelchair, an old wheelchair attached to the wall. An old wheelchair is attached to the wall with resin? Yeah. There's some, I mean, it's like, it's just, it's covered in stuff. That's why it takes you forever. Just, what was that? Does it look like it's something that's been done purposely to, or is it like in random areas too? Um, You know, I think that might be in the eye of the beholder. You can step back and and take a glance and look around and see what you think. I'm going to start looking around for anything else that's attached with resin. So I got military radio, wheelchair. Yeah, it looks like the big bulky items that are on there have been used. That resin has been used for those. Um, I'm going to look just for anything like out of the ordinary, like compared to the others. 
like the other stuff right. on the yeah. wall. So I'm, I'm guessing you guys have finished eating your sandwiches by now. Yeah. Hey, digital guy, won't you plug that uh, box into the wall and see if you can find me the? You know what? I'll just look in the phone book. I'm gonna start looking for the closest military surplus store. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, there is a phone book out in the hallway. Um, so, uh, while you're doing doing that, what's everybody else doing? I'm just going to search through and start cataloging some more stuff. Anybody want to go and talk to the guys that live down the hallway? Yeah. Um, my guy will start uh, kind of checking, like, <clears throat> talking to folks. Okay. All right. Do you all want to do that together or uh, in pairs or you're going to go by yourself? Yeah. I need to bring somebody with a, a better social skill than myself. Well, I'll go with him since they're artists and I know about art. So, You're an art knowing guy. Yep. So I might right. have uh, I might be able to I don't know strike up a conversation with him or whatever. All right. All right. So Ben, are you going to keep just looking through all the stuff on the walls? Yeah, I guess. Clutching random okay. things. All right. Let's uh, let's go in a random order here. Speaking of random, uh, Matt, you uh, find rando. you find a phone book. And you find a military surplus. Pretty close by. Uh, yeah, it's in the same borough or whatever they call those things in New York. All right. Uh, how how long would it take to get there? Oh, to get there? Yeah. Let's see. I, I, I guess I can just call them. Yeah, you can call them. For, there's a a payphone in the lobby here. What what was the name of that radio? What type of radio? Anybody write it down? SC300, I think. That's right. It's an SCR300. Oh, I was closed. Yep. All right, I guess I'll ring them up. All right. Joe's military surplus. How can I help you? Hey, Joe's military surplus. Um, My name is uh, Dr. Timothy Caulfield. I was calling to see... My name is Steve. All right, thanks. Hey, Steve. Um... I was calling to see if you folks had sold in the last couple of months an SCR 300 military radio to anyone? A military radio? Yeah. You know, uh, like one of those big backpack ones? Like an old one? Yeah, SCR 300 was the model. No, I never had one of those, Jack. All right. Uh, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I never heard anybody having one of those. That's... Uh... Yeah, I don't think I don't think you're gonna hide any luck. Maybe try a museum or something. Okay, all right. Thanks, man. Yeah, you need like uh, got some ninja throwing stars and. Uh, yeah, that sounds that sounds super camo. military. I might yeah, I might check that out later on. Thanks a lot, got, Steve. Got some knives. Quick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Got a knife. <laughs> all right, Ben, you're searching on the walls. Yeah, yeah, I see your knife. Uh, roll me a search check. Give me a plus 40. This is plus 40? Mm-hmm. Nice. He's like, please find this so we can move the story along. Nice. Well, he's in, he's in the room alone. He gets a bonus. <laughs> I did it! 18. Yay! You, you do find something, Ben. You do Make find a sand check. Does it kill me? Oh, it depends dear. on sand check. It's totally going to kill me. <clears throat> That's what happens in this game, my friend. 
Can you stop stepping uh, on my computer? Thank you. You find a piece of paper that has Abigail's oh, name on it. Did you say how boring? <laughs> yeah. They found a freaking military radio. All right. You find a you find piece a of, paper. of paper. Yeah, it catches your eye because it has her name on it. And then you see that it seems to be a page from a play. Oh. <clears throat> what play? Uh, well, let me show you the handout. Probably it. our town. No one's ever let heard of it. Let me show I'll you play. the handout. Oops, cancel that. Show the players. And I, I'm just going to uh, read it for the heck of it. Scene. The smoking lounge. A large parlor on the fourth floor. In the room are the dog, Thomas, and Michelle. Enter Mark Rourke. Mark. Abigail is gone. She moved upstairs today. Thomas. And? Mark. I missed the kid. Michelle. Her dad, that pig, came around. She doesn't like you, Mark. No one likes you. Anyway, she ran off with that salesman. Everyone knows it. Mark. Fuck you, you cut. Well, that was uncalled for, Mark. Thomas. Come on, guys. Come on. The dog barks. Someone is heard coming up the steps, a loud racket reverberating up and down the staircase. Mark, who is it? Everyone stops to listen. Michelle, who could be down there? Who is that? Mark steps to the doorway and leans to look down the stairs. Mark, hello, hello? Enter federal agents. And at that point, uh, you guys are knocking on a door down the hallway. I'm not confused. But not at all on the fourth that. floor. You're on the first floor. <laughs> is is there a fourth floor? There is not. Not in this okay. building. All right. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> let's see. Um, yeah, y'all are knocking on a door. Yay. Knock, knock, knock. Whose door are you knocking on? Thomas's or. Which one? Knock, knock, knocking on Heaven's door. Are y'all knocking on Thomas's door or Roger's door? Um. Well, I guess. Uh, which one would we come to first? We'd probably just knock on the first one. Uh, they're, well, they're directly across the hall from each other. One's on the left, and one's on the right. Thomas. Thomas is, on, is the guy you wanted to meet. It's on the right. The other guys is on the left. Well, then, yeah, he's the one I would knock on. <clears throat> All right. There's a momentary. A moment of uh, silence after you knock, and then you hear a couple of steps, and the door opens, and it's Thomas Manuel, as pictured in the handout. He says, uh, hello? Uh, hello, uh, Miss, what's his last name? Manuel. Thomas Manuel. Manuel. Uh, Mr. Manuel, my name is uh, Joseph Rieger with the uh, NSA, and this is my associate. Um, um, You're with the FBI, dude. Don't um, give me your full name. You're just Agent Joe, and you're with the fucking FBI. Uh, Moses Baumgartner was like, wow, this guy just told me all kinds of information about himself. Didn't, didn't know all this. Jesus like, Christ. <laughs> hey, it's his first time. It's his first time doing this fucking dagger stuff. He's like, um, uh, we come to uh, see if you're available to talk a little bit about uh, the situation here at the building. Oh, yeah, with uh, with Laura. Yes. Laura? Uh, may we come in? Uh, 
Baumgartner, Dr. Lewis looks uh-huh. confused with the reference to Laura. Yeah, Laura, y'all are look, looking in her apartment, right? I met one of your, your friends earlier. Oh, so Laura's her middle name. I just called her Laura. Her first name's Abigail. Hey, then. Sorry. Come on in. Uh, let you guys come in. Um, his, uh, his apartment, <clears throat> especially to... To Dr. Lewis's eye seems very austere. Uh, you walk in, you don't see, uh, for someone involved in the visual arts, he has a lot of stereo equipment, uh, like high quality, fancy stereo equipment. Um, what are y'all, y'all's human skills at? Oh, mine's going to be low. Uh, well, oh, mine's at 50, actually. Well, it's just Lewis and uh, oh. I'm at 30. Joe. I'm at 30. 40. 30 and 40. Okay. So you guys can both give me a roll. I think an artist would know more about people. Yeah, your uh, your interrogator guy. <laughs> well, I passed at least. Uh, what'd you uh, get? I did. I I fumbled with a ninety nine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So ninety nine. On his face. Uh, you're just John, like, this is Antichrist. <laughs> No, you're just like, this is a, you're kind of overwhelmed because you've heard about this guy and seen some of his paintings and you've been wanting to meet him. Uh, so you're, you can't, you can't really keep up with what's going on. Other than that, you're just like, whoa, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, but Bogus, you're like, you're confused because he's supposed to be a painter. He's got, uh, all he has, he has all the stereo equipment. There's no books, magazines, no cassettes or, or CDs laying around. Um, um, His apartment seems uh, almost, yeah, almost austere, kind of. I would say. Uh, Joe just uh, looks at him as like maybe it's a separate studio. Wow, well, I'm a, I'm a little confused. Um, no offense, but for somebody who is in the visual arts, you you seem to invest a lot in. Uh, other areas. Oh yeah, yeah. When I got, you know, when I started being able to sell some paintings, I bought myself nice stereo stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I can't blame you for that. But uh, just wow. Yeah, it looks it looks more like a more like a hotel room almost. You would say because there's there's no sign of any paint, not even a paintbrush. At this point, you notice that too, uh, Doctor Lewis. You're just thinking to yourself here: Where does he even paint anything? All I can see from Dr. Lewis right now is a bright light and some shadows. Yeah. <laughs> and it's turned down noggin. That's what I see. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm <laughs> rifling. Um, so uh, I guess I'll ask him, uh, you know, where his studio is. You look like you're being interviewed by Dateline, John. And they're trying to hide your identity. I do. <laughs> you got the electric yeah. voiceover for your mouth. I, I can't. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Like I can make no. out no details of your face whatsoever. It was really <laughs> effective. I needed a voice changer machine. Yeah. All right. That was when and he that touched was... me in the no-no place. <laughs> I'm okay. And that was the last time I saw her. Thomas Thomas says, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do all my work 
in the basement, uh, the night manager, Mr. Castain, he lets me have a little room down there where I do all my work. I mostly work at night. Love to see your studio sometime. I've heard a lot about you, um, and uh, been a, bit, a real fan of your uh, your work so far. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe when you guys finish with all that stuff, if you got time, I can show you down there. Yeah, well, we'll be here for several days. Uh, maybe I'll stop by on one of my breaks or something. All right. Here. Uh, that's how you spell Mr. Castain, or close enough, anyway. You should be able to write it down. Kitty's purring. That was very She's loud. She's obsessed with my microphone. I thought that was Ben purring. My bad. Yep, yeah. I do that sometimes. All right, uh, give me give me an art painting roll, just a regular, John, while you're sitting here talking to him. All right. Just yeah, just tell me what you get because I can't see it. Sixteen success. Okay, you do know that over the last few three or four months, uh, uh, this guy he hasn't like shown any paintings or sold anything. He's just okay. kind of disappeared off the scene the last few months. Okay. Um, there's a rumor going around that he's uh, joined some. Uh, he's been doing drugs or something, you know. All right. Do I get any indication that that might be true? No, he seems clear-eyed to you. Uh, seems to have his wits about him. Okay. Um, Agent Joe is uh, going to ask him. So, like, um, can you tell us any about anything about the other tenants here? Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, Roger, uh, Karen is his last name. C R C A R U N. He's a writer. Uh, he writes those Night Sea books. Those, uh, it's like kind of fiction stuff. Mm. You guys can both give me an uh, idea check. It's just intelligence times five. I think if you just click on intelligence, it'll roll it for you. Uh, I rolled an eight success. Okay, we both made it. Yeah, you guys have both heard of the Night Sea books. Yeah. Uh, they're fairly well known. We're both well read. Yeah. As far as trash reading is. Right. <laughs> We're both looking at you being like, really? You get it? Okay, you read it too. Okay. We got something to talk about later. He said Night Sea, <laughs> not Night Seed. <laughs> yes, they're like, uh, you know, fantasy books of some sort. Yeah, we'll come together on Dresden Files later. We're not talking, you know, kilt porn books here or anything porn. like that. <laughs> All right. That's exciting. Well, it's a new kind of porn to look up tomorrow. Uh, is uh, that what all the, the ladies read these days with those, you know, Scottish time travel erotic romance books? That's Sounds a like- thing. Sadly, that's a thing. I know that's a thing. I'm not. I'm not joking. Uh, I wasn't kidding. <laughs> it's just like really? shit. Lady well, kill I... porn. It is. <laughs> go, right. go go get yourself some exercise and wear a kilt. Uh, let's see. Um, I can do. I can do the second part. I can't bring myself to do the first part. I can wear a kilt, but I can't really exercise. So that's Roger. Uh, I'll wear a kilt, but 
I'm not sure what happens after. I'm going to wear a kilt, but I'm not doing any damn push-ups. <laughs> Up on the first floor, uh, there's Lewis Post and Michelle. Uh, Michelle's like a feminist author, whatever. She doesn't like me. I don't think she likes any guys, so good luck with that. And uh, that's pretty much it, other than Laura, but you know. She's not here anymore. Noticing that Michelle is also a name in that play that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. I was just looking at that myself. Yeah, Thomas is in there. Michelle's in there. There's not a mark. Or a dog. Is there a basement? Yeah, there's a basement. There's a basement. That's where this guy does his painting. Is down in the basement. We should go to the basement. All right. Well, so, nobody's yeah. ba- nobody's back yet, so I guess I guess you're talking to yourself. Yeah, you are. Uh, yeah. So she tells you. He tells you Michelle is a. Uh, you know, she's a feminist author kind of person, and then Lewis, uh, Lewis Post. He uh, he does uh, comic book uh, covers. Okay. But they, they don't. He doesn't give Michelle's last name. Oh, uh, I don't know. Did you guys ask? Yeah. Uh, it's he has to think for a second. Van Fitz. Van Fitz is her last name. He really doesn't right. like her. Well, do, are we familiar with either of the other people? Um, I'm gonna say no, just because you've you've heard of everybody else so far with your roles. Okay. Neither of you seem like like uh, you read a lot of feminist literature. Am I done? Like my phone call didn't take very long. Did I see them go in there? Can I uh, join them? No. So you come back by and you see. Uh, I, I see Agent Slash chucking some orange juice. Agent Judge Agent Agent Slash is chugging some freaking Tropicana. He's chugging home style. Yeah. It's home style with some pulp. <laughs> What? What did you just say? I said it's, it's home, home style. style with some pulp. Home style with some pulp. Yeah, yeah, home slice. Home style. So uh anyway. That's not like that's not like a gas station bottle either. That's like a quart. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one that drinks orange juice, so I drink it right out the bottle. Hey dude, I love some orange right. juice, so I'm yeah. I can't judge you right now. So I can't okay. handle that much sugar, but I do like it. All right. Uh, so as you're walking by to me. He's holding a, oh, a that's a lot paper. of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. He's holding a sheet of paper and uh, he's like uh, making different voices and like saying lines and he starts cussing and then he goes back to not cussing and he starts reading like stage dial, stage, uh, you know, instructions, whatever it's called. What are you doing, Slash? Right now? <laughs> what you got there, man? Here, let me see. I that. don't, I don't know. <laughs> I found a thing. Thomas. Uh, the guy named down the, the guy down the hall is it has Thomas. a bunch of people we know on it. Well, no, not that we know. Federal or like agent. that we know of. This is weird. And then us at the bottom. Uh, where'd the other guys go? I don't know. All right. All right. <laughs> at this point, y'all finished talking to Thomas. It's your right? job to know where the rest of your crew went. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, that's your job, dude. 
All right, All right. We're done talking to Thomas. I guess we'll go across the hall and talk to. Uh, and I'm Roger. going out the hallway to see if I can find those guys. Right, guess I'll just go. follow him. All right. All right. Well, the two of you go out in the hallway and you see them walking from. As you're looking down the hall, they're walking from the right to the left, and you hear them knock on a door. Hey guys, check this out. All right. Well, I'll say you catch them before they knock on the door. Then. Yeah. Hey guys, check this out. All right. Turn the so... uh, the stage dialogue or the page there. Stage right. direction. That's what it was. I couldn't think so, of it. So uh, Agent mm-hmm. Joe just looks over and like, do you? Uh, does this mean anything to you? <laughs> to John? I just noticed that it had uh, the name Thomas on it, which seemed and and Abigail. So that and federal agents weird. and federal agents. Anything else look weird to you guys? Well, we tell them that there's a Michelle that lives upstairs. You're fucking kidding me! I wonder if anybody's is there a mark. Don't know of any marks. So I guess they just, all right. Just let's say they tell us. Tell me everybody lives there. Okay, so. All right, Lewis Post. I mean, that doesn't fit Mark. Um, did Thomas have a dog? That we saw. It's, uh, barely looked lived in in there. Oh, yeah? It's weird for a painter. I mean, Danny, did we see any signs of telling dog hair on the furniture or anything? No, yeah, you barely saw any signs of, of it being used at all. Honestly, well, let's just right. go see Roger Caroon, and you guys can like uh, talk to him about his night sea books. Y'all can, y'all are fanning all over both these guys, so let's just keep it going. When did I? Oh, I recognize the name, so therefore I am. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fanboys. Sure, let's just. Oh, how about while you guys knock on the door? Look, why don't you, Agent Joe and Agent Slash? Why don't y'all talk to this guy? Hey, hey uh, Moses, you said that, I'm sorry, uh, not Moses, Dr. whatever your name is. Dr. Lewis. Dr. Lewis. Oh. Uh, did you say that that guy said his studio was in the uh, basement? Yeah. You he want said to check he, that uh, out? He only paints at night. Well, he offered to give us a tour. I don't know, man. It sounds fishy to me. I want to go check it out without this guy. All right. You're the artist, so why don't you come with me? All right. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna split up because that's what you do. That's um, right. And then we'll head down to the basement. And let these guys talk I to just Roger. Want to take the most coherent option right now. Let these guys talk to Roger Stone, author of the uh, successful kilt porn nice series of books. Matt, sometimes, sometimes I really appreciate you. Why? What I do? Splitting up, splitting the party and Delta Green. I love it. Oh yeah, I mean that's the thing to do. He wants us to die. All right, it's fun, buddy. We'll we'll start with the remaining characters uh, knocking on the door. Uh, so that's uh, the remaining characters. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Agent Slash and uh, Agent Joe. I'll knock on the door, and uh, after a, a moment or two, a, a small, fairly small guy, uh, five eight, maybe five nine, uh, glasses looks like he's uh, probably. Well, in his 40s, you would say. Late 30s, early 40s. Wait a minute, what's this guy's name again? Jesus, Rod- are you talking about me? Roger Karen. I feel like, I feel like Roger Karen's modeled on me. I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm I'm 5'11", but you know. All right, so, so here's a picture of him. Hey, Matt, as long as you're still taller than PJ, so 
<laughs> Everyone's taller than PJ. Wait a minute, that's me without a beard. in court, so that's what mattered. That's me without a beard with my haircut. Well, Roger is five eight, though, so that's where the similarities end. Uh, he uh, he opens the door. He kind of he's uh, kind of looking furtively around around past you guys, sees you, and says, uh, um, "Hello, can I, can I help you?" Um, yes, Mister Karen. Uh, my name is. Uh, he starts. He's like trying to straighten his shirt and stuff. It's all kind of disheveled. I'm um, sorry to disturb you tonight. Um, well, I'm Joe with uh, the what FBI. Time is it? It's only like it's only two two twelve p.m. right now. So. Uh, yes, sir. It's still um, p.m., two o'clock p.m. in the, during the day. So um, <laughs> he starts fixing his hair. His hair's kind of mess- disheveled. Uh, we came by to ask you a little bit about the uh, disturbance here at the uh, here in the building, and uh, see if you know of anything that has uh, gone on recently with uh, one of the recent tenants who was. Uh, uh, recently, oh, uh, Abigail. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's terrible at this. Um, I'm a what? I'm a computer analyst. You're putting me in this position. Well, so well, what am I ben, supposed to do? He's not ben, a per, like a professional interviewer. <laughs> let Ben talk. He's he's got all the skills. Am I there? Talking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, man. Good. Oh my yeah, god, he doesn't even know if he's oh, there. I, th- I thought you guys split off from us. He did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just whispering as the voice in his head, being like, okay. Take it on, Ben. <laughs> You're a nerd, just like your dad said. <laughs> All right, science fiction, by the way, Night Sea, science fiction books. You guys love those. Um, he looks at the two of you and it's like, yeah, yeah, Abigail. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know her. Um, the only people in the in, in the in the building I talked to were Thomas and Lewis. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say, um, did you notice anything weird lately? Uh, weird how? <clears throat> uh, out of the ordinary. Federal agents showed up. <laughs> <at your door. laughs> weird as in out of the ordinary. Uh, I don't think so. Um, I mean, just there's been a lot of police and stuff around. Talk to him Agent, about his books. That's what I'm getting ready to do. Give me a second. It's like Agent Joe's on me. Like, wait a minute, are we, Mr. Karen? Are we talking about the author, Mr. Karen? Oh, uh, uh, yes. Have you have you heard of me? Heard of my books? My book series? Um. Well, yes. Um, but what's it called? I'd see. What'd you say, Matt? Night C. Oh, Night C. I was like, are you fucking with me to say the wrong thing? Night C. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. That's me. Points to himself. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm very aware of your work, and I'm sorry we're here in a professional setting, but I uh, have to say I appreciate your writing, but... Um, Can you autograph my penis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not well, going to do that right now. <laughs> he can do that for Ben if he wants it, but uh, I mean, excuse sorry. me, what? Give me a second, but I'm sorry. Can you tell us a little bit what's going on, and hopefully we can talk a little later about the other if you're all put into that, okay? 
not the penis signing, but <laughs> penis? What are you talking about? Penis? I need to see some identification. <laughs> I'm gonna hand him a pop tart and tell him to shut up. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay, you hand him a pop tart and tell him to shut up. Man, we can only see that. We can only see this part of your face. Oh yeah, sorry. I sit in my lap rather than on the. So, in all seriousness, he's kind of playing the fanboy who is right not trying to be the fanboy, but like, um, would would you be open to talking to us a little bit about what's going on in the building? Yeah. uh, What's your persuasion at? My persuasion is probably at zero. Either of you. Um. Um. Mine's at forty. I got right. a 20. Okay. Well, he can tell that you, he believes that you know who he is. Uh, ben, do you want to try to talk him into letting you guys in? Yeah, I will. All right. Have at it. Is that, uh, thanks. It's always nice to meet fans, uh, even, you know, when they're federal agents showing up at your door. <laughs> Those are the best type. Oh, okay. <laughs> you mind if we come in and take a look around? Uh, I, I, I guess not. Why do you need to come into my apartment, though? She, nobody disappeared here. But we we don't want to we don't want to talk about it, like anything like openly in front of everybody or anybody passing by, especially if there's anything you know that's sensitive in nature. All right, uh, <laughs> uh, Bogus, make me a persuade check. Of course, I'm. Where, did it, where was Ben throwing a persuade check in there? What did that stop? Was ben wasn't really persuading as much as just saying, let me in. I mean, I was about, yeah. I was about to let Ben roll, but then you started talking again, so I figured you should roll. Ben wasn't doing anything. You didn't even roll. You just sat there. I didn't tell him to roll yet. You did. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. That's a That's a failure, Joe. That's right. I'm about ready to just intimidate this dude into letting me. He just like puts his hand out towards uh, towards Agent Joe. He's like, I'm I'm not sure that's a good idea. Um, you probably need to have like a warrant or something, right? You want to try to talk him into it or intimidate him, Ben? Yeah. Oh, what's your intimidate at? I'm looking for it. <laughs> He's gonna intimidate before he knows what his intimidate. I'm looking. <laughs> You're not a barbarian in this game, dude. Stop. I'm, Where, I'm sure like, I can do it. It's like, I rage and uh, pull out my great axe. <laughs> I don't see intimidate on here. I think, I think there's just... Uh, Persuade. I, I headbutt him. <laughs> yeah. What'd you so, say, Danny? Headbutt his door. I think it's just one skill. So you can give me Persuade or Law. Uh, hey, try, try and give him some kind of... Uh, Oh, he also gets a law option, but I did. Um, you can give me persuade at zero. You can give me either one at plus twenty percent. I don't know which one you want to do. So I'll sure. do persuade then. We going with that gun in your hand? Oh, both oh, wow. you guys fail. Maybe I just look kind of grumpy. Don't forget to uh, well, check mark the ones that you guys failed. That's true. So what are you saying? I failed all of them so far. I think. Uh, it what probably just says like "let let me in, you motherfucker" or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. My charisma's four, <laughs> so that's probably that's probably oh, yeah. about about the gist of your off putting. Um, he steps steps back and he's like, <laughs> "His charisma's a four. <laughs> yeah, it's because of his uh, violence thing. 
remember. <laughs> I dropped it by like six points or something. <laughs> I had to roll a d6 and I rolled max. Yeah. He, you know, so he, uh, he looks like he really doesn't want to, but he, he says, uh, okay, but just for a minute, you guys can come in. Uh, so he steps aside. <laughs> That's astounding. I don't know how that happened. He steps aside. His Danny wants the story to move along. <laughs> his apartment is, uh, it's sort of like him. It looks like there's the groundwork for it to be like in good shape. Like he's, uh. I mean, he's got like nice loafers, and but it's like his pants and his sweater are, are terribly mismatched, and his loafers are all scuffed up. His apartment seems to be sort of the same. As you guys glance around, uh, you can see he's got an old word processor sitting on a desk. Seems to be like the focal point of his of his apartment. Um, he just kind of like lets, steps back and lets you guys look around. See, there's no, nothing really of, of interest in here. Um, if you uh, I mean, if you need to like really search it or something, I'm, I'm sure you guys can get a one of those warrants and, and show me that, and then I'll let you search as much as you want, right? Mister Karen, I don't believe that's necessary. We just we just came to talk to you tonight. Uh, we're we're going door to door. Not night time, sir. I don't know. I keep telling you, <laughs> it's two seventeen p.m. right now. <laughs> it's really just the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> This is the worst <laughs> role play ever. It's not the worst, it's just the uh, lots of confusion. No, this is terrible. <laughs> this is gonna get a call tonight. <laughs> uh no sir, it's it's not necessary to do a search. It's we're just here to talk to you. We're we're talking to each of the tenants uh today about Disappearance and wait, was it a murder or disappearance? I can't remember right now. Disappearance. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like you remember. Pretty sure he said tonight again. Today, I said today. <laughs> um, and we're just trying to find as much information as we can about what's going on. And if anyone knows anything, Ben, you're not doing any better. You're not actually asking anything. You're just sitting there, like, listening and laughing. So I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go back. Let's uh, go to the exciting stuff and uh, roll some damage and sand rolls. And what? We're in the Do basement. It. There you go. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, wait a minute. They're talking to an author guy and they're having <laughs> to make sand rolls? No, I thought we're going to switch. Oh, we're going to switch scenes. Gotcha. Oh, Me and right. you and the three inches are going to the basement. So, Doctor, Doctor, Doctor Tim, and Doctor Lewis, you guys get into the basement. So you can do a little poking around. Right. Uh, can we rephrase that? Nope. I did said that on purpose. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> are we doing? Are we still doing phrasing? No, phrasing is not a thing right now. Phrasing. Hey. As soon as you walk into the basement area and get down the stairs, you can smell, John, you can smell the art down here. You can uh, you can smell oils and paint thinner and all kinds yeah. of good stuff. Uh, basement's mostly empty, but there's small rooms kind of sectioned off. You That's quickly the find, stuff. Yeah, you quickly find the one where the aroma of dead brain cells is coming from. Uh, you, you guys open it up, and uh, sure enough, you see uh, 
little art painting area. There's a blank canvas uh, <coughs> over uh, on on one side, it's just sitting there, and it's labeled. It says "My Great Work" on it. It's a blank canvas. Uh, you see three plastic pails of linseed oil, carefully stacked in the very middle of the room. Linseed oil. Linseed oil. Yep. A note is taped to them. It reads for Sammy pickup. S A M I pickup. <clears throat> the uh, let's see. There's also a number of paintings in there that are that are not blank. You guys have any questions or want any extra details about what I've already told you? Uh, so you said three pails of land. Uh, how big of a pail of linseed oil? Uh, they're plastic pails. I'm gonna I'm gonna say half gallon. That's pretty standard. That's not that's not really used for painting. That's used for like curing furniture and stuff. Okay. And then, all right, what was the white canvas label? Was it my great work or what was it? Yep, my great work. That's right. All right, and then mm. there's several other paintings. Uh, I'm going to say at least one of you has your Polaroid camera down there. You can take pictures of this stuff if you want. Yeah, I'll take it. You see a child-sized... One of the paintings is a dancing clown. It's a child-sized clown in yellow and blue. Cavorts on a stage. Trailing a white paper dragon. That's creepy. Uh, yeah, you can take a picture of that if you want to. Oh, yeah. Uh, the second I'm not one. There, am I? No, you you're up there fucking things up. <laughs> the second <laughs> one is uh, a fire in the house. It's a <clears throat> image of a white-faced specter standing on a rug at the top of the stairs, in the midst of a conflagration. The rug is a strange aquamarine color. <clears throat> okay. And the second one is labeled. That one is labeled a house in the a fire in the house. That one is. What was the um, clown labeled? The dancing clown. Oh, fuck that guy. The third one is labeled the twins. Oh, oh gosh. It's got a young, thin man with wispy, thinning blonde hair and wearing a hospital Johnny, and he's duplicated in the mirror, but his mirror twin is deformed and muscular with a misshapen head. So those are the four paintings you find down there. All right. Does this stuff look like... You said you knew this guy's work. Does this look like his work? It's just about to ask. Uh... It It is a departure in his in subject matter, but you can tell by the style that it is his, his painting style. So what do you mean by departure in subject matter? What did he paint before? Uh, less creepy things. 
Can you tell, I mean, looking at these, how long ago he painted them? Uh, yeah, what, your art's like at 80, right, John? Your art painting? Yep, it's 80. Um, yeah, you can tell they've been painted. Uh, uh, the uh, Dancing Clown one, probably the most recently in the last uh, week or so. Uh, the other ones, in the, probably in the last couple of months, they're they're relatively fresh. The uh, migrate work, he has no idea when that was painted. So who saw the clown? That like, was was that was agent. That was yeah. uh, agent uh, slash. Agent right? slash. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> That's why I was asking if I was there. Yes. Yeah. So the white canvas is that actually painted or is it just blank? It's Mask blank. Are you asking him? Yeah, like has it been painted over white? Like he's painted something and painted over it because he didn't like it? Or is it actually just blank canvas? Yes. Take a look at it and see. Does it look does it look like just raw canvas or does it have like a layer of gesso on it or Oh, it looks blank to you. Yeah, just blank. Pull out my black pull out my black line I brought down here. <laughs> <laughs> Your black light. Yeah, man. Carry that wherever I go. Shine that thing. Have those in '95. Oh come on! Yeah, I had a black light in my basement in '95. <laughs> Except for your basement, they didn't have little portable ones. I'm sure, <laughs> they, they only, did. They only had them at uh, bowling alleys <laughs> and Spencer's gifts. But, but, <laughs> yeah, Spencer's did have it probably. Yeah, Spencer's had it. All right, so no black light. Fine. I'll take pictures of the white canvas and the linseed oil with the notes and the three creepy pictures. Alrighty. What do you make of these paintings, man? They look creepy as shit to me, but I'm not an artist. So examining the paintings and what I know of him before, you said it's obvious that it's his style. Um, Mm -hmm. But does it look like as skillful as it was before? Or... Yeah, yeah. Skill-wise, you would say uh, you've seen a couple of his paintings before. This is this is almost like a next-level situation. Like, oh. uh, okay. If if you were to try to paint these, you're not sure if you could. You know, especially some of the things he's done with perspective and stuff, you're not sure if you could duplicate it. And you're you're a pretty good painter. People people tend to tell you. This is uh, paintings are amazingly skilled, skillful. Yeah, yeah. This will really stick it to who all those people have been saying he's just been sitting around doing drugs and not painting. If when he finally starts releasing these, interesting. All right, very weird. Let's check out these other rooms, I guess, real quick. Make sure there's nothing else down here. Other than that, you just see like your standard uh, stuff in the basement. There's some, uh, you know, cleaning equipment, um, that kind of thing. Nobody old, named uh, Sammy. Old doors. I don't know, guys. I'm kind of running into a dead end here. I'm not going to lie. Well, you going to go back upstairs? Yeah, let's go back up to our room and start cataloging shit again. All right. You all meet up there. Uh, they tell you they got very little out of Roger. Uh, he did not seem to like either of them very much. I showed them the photos of the, that I took up downstairs of the paintings. This is what we got. I mean, it's creepy, but whatever. All right, so you guys see this, Ben? When you see it's the dancing, yes. when you see the 
Yeah, when you see the picture of the dancing clown, he just slashed you. Make me a sand roll. Great. I don't know how to do that. But it's it's right there. It says sand. Does it say, sanity. is it under derived attributes? So it says sanity. Sanity points with sand next to it. It you is. That. Yeah, it is under derived attributes. Yeah, it's the third one down. No modifier? No. Ooh. Success. I'm awesome. You're a sane individual. All right. Uh, it freaks you out because you recognize that clown as the one you saw at the park. Uh, but no sand loss. I'm going to I'm gonna tell them, I'm going to be like, yo, I saw that in the park. Yeah, yeah he must have seen it too. Because we are in the It movie right now. Well, it's a child oh. clown. Oh, oh it's a child yeah. clown. It's, not, it's a lot less disturbing. Or it's a child-sized clown. Yeah. Whether it's a child or not. So what you're telling me is it's midget a, clowns. I think they prefer a little person. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is not. I used to I guess, call them elves as a child. Elves. What's yeah. <laughs> so I guess he must have seen that same clown in the park and decided to make a painting of it. Yeah, th- uh, this one is uh, uh, no dancing, uh, that dancing that on a stage though, not not <laughs> in the park. That's the big difference. Yeah, but I mean, artistic license. You can put it whatever. You know. I was uh, just saying that for uh, Agent oh, okay. uh, Slash's benefit. All right, guys, I don't know. I feel like we're just flopping around like fish out here. Let's just go do our job and catalog the rest of this apartment. All right, yeah, it's three in the afternoon. You guys have a couple more hours in you. Everybody give me a Sand search, search roll. Oh, never mind. As you uh, continue to search the build, the and catalog all the stuff on the walls. Critical. Ooh, critical success by Brandon. Oh, mama. Anybody else? Yeah, you, you didn't find uh, it. Everybody else failed. Everybody else failed. <laughs> yeah, everybody else failed. That's the worst crazy. one by far. All right. Man, Critical I'm, success, Brandon. I'm good at that. May not be a good thing in this situation. Exactly. You are the champion. <laughs> you find, uh, y'all are all looking around, you know, taking pictures and stuff. You see, there's this napkin on the wall. So weird. It's just a napkin kind of hanging there, dangling on the wall. It's glued, glued on there. Like <laughs> um, uh, Everybody's kind of bumped against it and stuff a couple of times and not really paid much attention to it. But you, my friend, you are the one who thinks, what if there's something underneath that napkin? Yeah. What if Never the thing that we need is underneath this napkin? No, I am not. <laughs> I am not thinking that at all. <laughs> now it's you a, are. It's a well. There's like a sheet over the napkin too, which is weird. So you're like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put the sheet. I'm just gonna pick it up, set it on top of my head, and look directly at this napkin and get a good look at what's going on here. I'm pulling because, a sheet over my head to look at this napkin because I need to know what's going on, and nobody else is finding anything of interest. I I need you to make me a sand check. I hate you so much. So much. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm not supposed to go crazy this early in the game, but I know you need somebody too. So, uh, 
Oh man, you failed? That's terrible. Of course. Of course. You lose three sand as you look at this strange symbol. And you immediately think to yourself, all the other guys have to see this. Right oh now. shit. Yeah. They have got to see this. It's very God, important. I, I should share it with everyone on everyone I've ever met probably needs to see this. Guys, serious, look at this. All right. Yeah. So you guys all come over there and look. Everybody make me a sand check. Oh great. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, make another I just made one. Mm-hmm. No, we carry all over. I don't want to look. What if I just say no? Hey, I succeeded. Ah. Dang it, buddy. All right. Uh. All right. John, uh, Dr. Lewis, you just see like a weird symbol. Maybe it's like a stylized dragon or an eye or something. You don't know. It's 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 interesting. You know, artistically, meh. Okay. Meh. Not great. <laughs> uh, ben, uh, you lose only one sand. So just uh, lower your sand I by one. And uh, Matt, uh, Dr. Tim, today, you lose four sand. Jeez, man. You look at it. And you both think to yourselves, I'm going to share this with my loved ones at home tonight. This is cool. They should see it. <laughs> Y'all are welcome. All right. So I'm yeah. trained in the occult. Did it look like an occult symbol? Uh, I'm going to sh- to show it to you. Oh, I want to show it to you in real life, and you can make a real life Sanchez. <laughs> sure not to. This is what it looks. That looks like. like something out of Skyrim. Yeah. Is that blood? Uh, is you're not. That, I'm not concerned at all by this image, but my character is massively concerned. <laughs> my character's having like a seizure. Um, you know, is it? As you guys, <laughs> uh, I'm just like, huh. So, uh, as the three of you sit there and look at it, it's suddenly, you know, this is the most, this, this is the center. This is the centerpiece of this apartment. This is, everything else is just window dressing. This, I mean, you feel like some mol- melancholy and anxiety. You feel a little bit paranoid about it, too. But, like, this, this is the thing. And, Ben, and, uh, uh, Dr., uh, And you're like, that's neat. And you look back, and all three of the other, their uh, eyes overly wide. But um, everybody makes a note, and they're person with uh who failed that save and who have uh bonds that you can meet up with in the evening or you're going to show it to one or all of them um 
Bogus, uh, Agent Joe, you have, actually that desire to share has kind of kind of died down now that you've shown it to three people. You feel to your three friends here, you kind of feel better about it. Okay. Doesn't seem as I feel satisfied. Yeah, as big of a deal to have to do it. Um, I don't live with anybody. Yeah, who are your who are your bonds? Uh, my squad from Iraq. Right. My kid, who I don't, he's like yeah, college, son. and then my um, other other marshals. My other marshals, yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. you're trying to decide. You've got time. You're gonna either like meet up with the other guys from the other marshals and and uh, for drinks and show it to them, or you're gonna drive over to your son's campus and show it to him or not. You can decide which one you want to do. I'll just show it to a bunch of people on the way home because I, I don't have anybody. Uh, well, no, no, it needs to be one of your bonds. You need to pick one. Come on. I guess I'll show it to my other marshals because. Right. Look at this crazy thing. What do you make of it? I guess I'll, I guess I'll show it to my therapist. Okay, yeah. So you're going to meet with your therapist and, and show it to, to them. Have you seen this before? I need. Uh... Oh, I show it to my patients now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So just put just put an asterisk next to uh, to whichever one of your bonds you share that with, so that we can we can keep up with that for later. All right. Uh, so uh, what do y'all want to do? It is getting dark. Are y'all going to go home for the night? You're going to stay here and push through. Uh, you know you've got. At this point, we've kind of worn ourselves out mentally and emotionally. Right. All right. Well, this might be a good place to uh, call it a night too on the podcast episode. If you guys want to do that, we can stop there. Yeah, and I'm I'm going to try to figure out the whole resin thing. I guess you know, as a botanist, I can make Take some phone calls in between now and the next day. That word. Try to... All right. I'll say you can uh, you can take a sample of it off the wall and and get okay. it checked out at some point if you want. All right. I'll do that. All right. Anybody else? Anything else you want to do before we stop here? At this point, I can't think of anything that uh, my guys are going to try to search online. You still have you have several uh, leads you can follow up on outside of the building. Uh, you've got the architect from the building originally. You got his name. You know that uh, John's character can go and, and look that up. Uh, you have the walkie-talkie. You can go. Uh, Anybody with military background could probably go and look that up pretty easily. Uh, you have the other tenants. Yeah, I will. Okay. You have the other tenants, and then of course you you have not finished cataloging all the stuff in the in the apartments in the apartment. So you can go in. Okay. Um, and then of course you could do you could do background checks on everybody in the apartment as well. I'll do that. So uh, I'll do that. I'm the cop. <laughs> you can do that too. All right. I'll run all their names through the system. Okay. Oh, and then John, you've also got that uh, that piece of music with the words. You could look that up too. I'm telling you all, in the '90s, a computer analyst not that valuable. <laughs> uh, have you seen Jurassic Park? Yeah, not that valuable. The computer <laughs> analyst versus. Programmer, 
<laughs> you didn't say the magic word. Uh-uh. All right. Well, I guess that's it for tonight. Uh, thank everybody for listening or watching or whatever it is you did. And whatever it is you do, don't share that symbol. Have you seen it? You should share it. Don't share it again. Have you seen this? It's pretty awesome. It's like the video in the ring. Everyone's already shown it. Just don't do it again. Right? Show it three times and you won't get killed by that thing crawling out of your TV set. Oh, that was that sanity loss. The three of you who felt that, that was from helplessness. So you can put a check mark on helplessness. Ah, damn it, Danny. I've got two check marks in helplessness now. Ooh, yeah, one more without without losing it, and you'll be you'll be accepted. Yeah, no more sand loss from helplessness for you. <laughs> oh, I can't lose any from violence. That's what that means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. Just, uh, it means you always pass your. Not so much. Your that's saves. pretty nifty. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I mean, oh. I think I can do it. It depends. I mean, I've got s- seven more points left to my next to my breaking point. <laughs> Now remember, you can always, if you don't want to lose the sand, you can always spend willpower and uh, hurt one of your bonds to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I forgot that actually, but that's okay. All right. So I could fail, spend my willpower to not lose sand, and then <laughs> if I get another check mark in helplessness, I'm good to go. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I want to do. That's my goal for next time. <laughs> All Just right. eat off your uh, bonds. Yeah. All right. We're. I think we're about halfway through the first part of this. Is what I would say because you still have the people upstairs you need to talk to. Yeah. I feel like this is an episode of wreck. Of what? REC wreck. No one's probably seen it but me. But it's a zombie movie. So I'm sure someone on the internet has seen it. No, I got. I'm about to go downstairs and maybe watch one more. No, it's too late. Dang. I got two more episodes of Titans to watch to finish the what they got right now. Oh man, uh, I've only seen the first season. I watched Titans in a while, so I'm got a lot to catch up on. There's only two yeah. seasons. I mean, I can't remember where I left off, so it's possible I have almost like a season to watch. Okay, all right, all right everybody. Bye, Craig. See y'all. Not y'all. All right. Well, maybe maybe more sanity will get lost next time. Sorry, nobody got to go crazy. That was that was unfortunate. Yeah. All right, this one's a uh, um a head scratcher for me. Well, I'm glad somebody <clears throat> needs art in this game. Right. Yeah. Not this, like anyone had some foreknowledge about it. This one, this campaign, it's four adventures. It's very in depth. There's there's, I was telling Brandon, there's like no end of digging into background information and researching stuff that you can do. Um, oh wow! There's all. Well, maybe totally useless. There's well, and that's the interesting thing is almost none of it's useless. Uh, you can you can your chances of survival can go up one or two percent at least. You know if you know all the right information at the right times, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. I don't know why, but that <laughs> that interaction with the Roger guy, just, I, I was losing it. <laughs> Sorry, it was annoying. I, I couldn't control it. Every time I tried yeah. to, it got yeah. worse. Well, it, I mean, You didn't do any interaction. It was all me. <laughs> it was actually the interaction, not, not me. Interaction. You guys role-played it. let me in. 
You guys role played it perfectly, I thought, because yeah, you have a charisma of four, and you're just rude and brusque to everybody. So you're just like, oh, let me in now. <laughs> and Bakker's just like, oh man, you're so cool. Uh, could we maybe, you know, just come in and hang out? Maybe sign? No, okay. Uh, yeah, we don't want to bother you. We'll come back. It's nighttime. We understand, you know, it's you're night. The worst people to go and talk to somebody, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm a computer analyst. I have no social skills. And yeah, I have uh, four charisma. Yeah. Ben's um, character is obviously... ...to actually have social skills, but... Ben's the, the guy that stands behind the glass when they're doing the interviews and they can tell when someone is lying. He's not the guy that goes and asks the questions normally. Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly... Yeah, probably. All right, Danny, uh, I wrote a sentence about uh, each of my bonds. It's under my motivations and mental disorders. Uh, thank you for doing sentence that. Sentence or a sonnet? Uh, I did write a haiku today. I feel like a sonnet. What? He's saying I wrote a haiku today. I did. <laughs> what? Why? What purpose <laughs> Why do you have to do that? It's your dad. That's what he Why? needs to do. Why not write a haiku? Why didn't, why didn't you write a haiku today? Uh, knowing you, you either A, read an article about haikus, or B, read, heard a podcast about haikus and decided it would be a good idea for me to write one myself. Yes. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> C, I'm hilarious and I write funny haikus to entertain myself. He's been doing this for the last 20 years, so just own it. I figured he was writing funny haikus for the, the mayor of that town and the Sunday game to say to us when we showed up. There you go. Yeah, you guys have gotten over his jokes at this point, I think. <laughs> you don't really enjoy them like you did at first. I'm not sure. If you need better to... jokes, clearly. I, I don't think that's true. I think we've enjoyed them the same the entire time. Oh. <laughs> you know why? Zero. Zero enjoyment this much. Yeah, I, I mean, Ben tells me that I my jokes are terrible, and I'm like, no, I've earned the right to ter- tell terrible jokes by putting up with you. That doesn't make them any less terrible. <laughs> All right, Ben, you want to hear my favorite dad joke to tell my kids? <coughs> I have I have sure. all boys, so it comes up all the time. One of them will fart, and I'll say, "I didn't know you were related to Egyptian royalty." I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, no, he's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> I came for back. More. I came back, guys. <laughs> Craig's still in here. We're recording all this. <laughs> what? Dad, can you come get me? <laughs> <laughs>